Hi. <laughs> How goes it? What it do? How it does. This feels very awkward. I feel like, you know when you run into a friend and you've been meaning to hang out with them for a really long time? But friends. you just, like, keep putting it off and then you finally have to, like, hang out with them? So you're like, oh my god, hey. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Well, okay, so we recorded actually, like... That was in... A month ago? May? First week of June? That was after I passed out. So it was after your birthday. Yes. So... The uploader did not feel as though the recording was up to par. It felt... What's the word? It was in the midst of, like, the most intense part of everything that's been going on with, you know, Black Lives Matter and not not a race war. Low-key. But it's low-key a race war. <laughs> and the episode is pretty lighthearted, and we did touch on the subject of Black Lives Matter, but it felt like such a small portion of the episode that I was like, it doesn't feel right. We need to dedicate either, like a good 20 minutes 30 minutes on this so that people are educated absolutely so they don't know about your passing out story so we're gonna have to retell that i i passed out (laughs) (laughs) i donated blood for the actually hold on me and faith donated blood for the first time (laughs) and i mean it was it was an experience. So it was for this group I'm a part of called MSF. And you can Google like MSF YouTube or whatever. And it is a group that dedicates their work to providing health care to the unfortunate and everything. So I was like, Liz, you know, let's go donate blood. <laughs> we were celebrating her birthday. Yeah, because we were having like a brunch. She surprised me. It was phenomenal. And I got a waffle maker. Anybody that knows me, I love waffles. Get them flabby, flappy pancakes out of here, bro. Okay? Like, no. Can't really. I love all, all brunch items. Waffles, pancakes, crepes, French toast. Give me all the carbs. Okay, so we were comparing waffles and pancakes. Ain't nobody talk about crepes because those be hitting. True. And ain't nobody talk about French toast because that be hitting too. But, but anyway. Anyways. So we had a little celebration at WellFed. It was amazing. And, you know, just like swear the moment, I was like, yeah, I got to go and donate blood. And I was like, want to come? She was like, bet. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> right. I was literally going to go home and just sulk. No, I'm just kidding. That's all I've been doing for quarantine is just staying at home, sulking. But anyway, we'll get to that later. <laughs> So, yeah, followed her to the blood donation center, and they were super nice. They were like, no pressure. If you decided to back out at the last minute, that's totally fine. Me, I was hyped on adrenaline. I was like, yeah, I'm about it. I got this. No big deal. We went through everything, and, like, during the screening process, they were like, yeah, you're good to go. Your levels are good. You know, they took our, what is it, like, our iron levels, Mm -hmm. and everything came out great. Blood pressure, great. And so... I don't know, I guess that gave me that last bit of bravery that I needed to sit down. And before I knew it, the lady was, like, already putting the needle in me. And, yeah. She asked me 
like two or three times during the whole event how I felt, if I was okay, and I felt fine, I felt great, and then we were done, and I went to go meet up with Faith over in like the little snack area, and then everything just went downhill. (laughs) I don't know, I'm trying to remember details, we talked about it in the first, or like in the previous recorded episode that will probably never get uploaded, but... (laughs) Essentially, I was hype. I was feeling it. I was like, wow, I'm out here saving lives. Have you heard of it? (laughs) And eating these gushers, kind of like dancing, bopping around. And then something in my head was just like, maybe you should sit down. Maybe you should just, you know, calm down for a bit. And so I sat down and I start sweating profusely. I get very, very hot. And, you know, as someone who deals with anxiety, I was like, oh, it's probably just anxiety. You know, my brain's maybe like, what have you just done? You silly little girl. So I look over at Faith and I'm like, is it normal to be feeling so hot? And you kind of laughed it off for a bit. Yeah, because I was like, oh, you know, she's just like sitting Yeah, It's not like even a big deal. But then like, I have to put my hair up. And she was sweating. That's when I became alarmed. Like when I saw sweat, I was like, um, nurse. (laughs) (laughs) So Faith walks over to get the nurse and I feel my hand come up to like hold onto the table. I close my eyes and like bow my head to like try and try and catch my breath, you know, remind myself that it's going to be fine, whatever's happening, whether it's over in two seconds or it lasts for a bit, I'm okay. And next thing I know, they're, like, calling my name, and I, like, go to open my eyes, and everything is blurry. And my hearing starts to go out. And they try to get me to stand up and walk over to this chair. I, like, take one, maybe two steps, and then I'm, I'm out. Like, it was like, if you ever saw an animal give birth, and when it's trying to stand, (laughs) its feet are like, you try again, like, her knees gave out and just became really limp, and they, like, picked her up and carried her over to the chair, and I was, like, calm at first, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be responsible, I brought her here, like, oh my gosh, I had to go sit down, I was like, okay, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. But it's so weird because I don't remember my legs giving out. Like, I still remember being aware. I definitely knew that I wasn't okay, obviously. Like, I felt like I was asleep, but I was still aware. I could still hear people and feel what was going on. And I remember them putting ice packs all over me, and that felt so good. And then someone put a big-ass fan in front of me, and I was like, yes, that's it. That's hitting. And... Yeah, then I just, like, shot awake, and I was like, whoa. And I immediately started looking for Faith, because I was like, I don't know if she's freaking out. I don't know if she's still here. Where am I? What time is it? Could you imagine? You just left me. (laughs) She'll be fine. She'll drive home later. It's fine. And, yeah. My lips went blue, apparently. Yes. And the nurses took care of me. They did everything that they had to do. Gave me an ice pack to go home. I took all the snacks. Bro, when I say their juice bar hit. Okay, I also love juice. My favorite is cranberry juice. 
So, like, they had the little juice in the cans. When I tell you, I stocked up. I said, I'll take this row, this row, that row. Let me get a few more of these. Like, And what's funny is, like, we went to Ruston a couple days after that. Maybe, like, a week or two after that. Yeah. And we had the juice boxes with us. <laughs> <laughs> that was our beverage during our groaning. Is it groaning grace? Yeah. Can you say prepared? Um, we had to do what we had to do. And so, like, we finally left after, like, sitting for a good, like, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I followed her home to make sure that she got home. And, and the whole we, time I was worried about you. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't want to tell her this, but, like, I kind of feel lightheaded and I have a headache while I'm driving. But I'm like, oh. we're almost there. <laughs> and so when we got home. We literally only made it to the living room. Like, we couldn't even go upstairs. <laughs> we made it to the living room. And she sat on the couch. I sat on the floor. We were, like, talking. We were like, oh, yeah. Let's go here. Let's we're go We're just going to rest up for 20 minutes yeah, and then go to Target, go absolutely. do this. And in the middle of the conversation, I fall asleep. <laughs> she falls asleep. And I notice it. And I'm like, well, bump it. I'm going to go to sleep, too. <laughs> and so I went upstairs, got a blanket, came back downstairs. And we laid up on the couch on the floor and we took like a maybe like a two hour nap bro and it that, hit that was a job like if you go and give blood take the whole day off yeah relax. i could not have gone to work after that no like it was a whole job okay so but everyone should get blood we also found out like our blood type yes we did i am a i think i'm a negative I am O positive. Yeah, I think I'm A negative. Um, you know, 6% of the world, because I'm exotic, I'm rare, get at me. Please don't get at me, because then blood transfusion. Um, Wait, was yours the rarest? Yeah. Because well, mine was the most basic, like, the most, uni- or the one that the population has. Like, everybody else? Yeah, like, it was like 33 or 38% of the population has my blood type. I have 6% of the world. Wow. 6%. She's... Wait, are they going to try to put me on the black market? No. (laughs) (laughs) But does that mean, are you the universal donor? I don't, I don't know. Someone. Somebody is. Is the universal donor. I think it's O, but I think it's O negative. I think it's O negative also. Somebody, somebody let us know. So that was pass out day. Okay, and then... It was an experience. I went home and went back to sleep. You know what's so funny? You finally showed me the picture of me um, donating blood. And I sent it to my boyfriend. And my boyfriend responded and said, Didn't you fart and pass out after that? Because as I felt my body giving out, obviously everything relaxes. And I felt... I felt... (laughs) And so I clenched. And then I passed out. I think that last bit of energy to clench my butt cheeks is what probably made me pass out. But yeah, you're a strong woman. Thank you. I will do it again. Maybe not. We're supposed, aren't we supposed to go back in like In July. July. Yeah. Like next month? Yeah. You mean this month? Oh, it, is it July? Yeah, technically What's we can today? go back in July, but today I, is I don't. July 1st? I don't think we should go back. I feel September. <laughs> yeah. August, September. Yeah. Give it two more months. Yeah. I need to rebuild. We need to recoup. Okay. It was an experience. Because let me tell you the like days after that, I was still tired. Right? Yeah. 
I was like, oh, wow. Let's see, what happened after that? Anything memorable? That was in June. Then COVID cases start falling. Um, after Independence Day, not Independence Day, what was the holiday? Memorial Day. Everybody went crazy and now COVID cases are back up. Um, Wear your mask, people. Please. Okay. Be selfish. Think about yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been really bad at wearing a mask because I wear makeup. So, like, I have to wear a new mask every single time. And I haven't bought a box of, like, the, what are they called? You know, like, the one-time masks that you can buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that. You should. I should. Or I could just I get some from I wear mine, like, everywhere. I have, like, cloth ones, but, I mean, I wear those literally for two seconds. They get covered in makeup, and then I don't want to, like, re-put it on because bacteria and yeah. oil and... Anyway. But, but but please wear your masks. Because it's important, and if you don't want to think about others, think about yourself, you know. Um, exactly. So, we just had a queen's birthday. It was on June 29th, and it was great. I didn't stay because I was exhausted. Faith did all of the work. <laughs> Everything. She's like, I'm going to have a birthday party. Want to help me plan it? And everyone knows I'm a planner. So I was like, and okay. you know what's so crazy is like, we didn't even do that much, but that was exhausting. So tiring. You gave me two weeks. I gave her two weeks. And I and I told you from the beginning, you could do the most basic, the most bunk like I, job. I felt like I did. But as long as I had my friends there, it would be fine. And you like said, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we were in the car and I was getting emotional like, yeah, as long as I have my friends there. And you said, anyway, Ugh. we need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that happened a couple of times. <laughs> I do that to her a lot. Because she'll be like cutting me off in the middle of me speaking. And I'm like, and then she's like, oh my gosh, look at this. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay, so. Like... We were looking at the backyard and there was a cat. And you were trying to plan out where we were putting these tea torches that I got. And I said, oh my God, Faith, look at the cat. And you said, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Or something of this sort. I am her toddler. Basically. Um, but yeah, so we planned our first birthday party. It was great. I love the turnout. Um, if you came, I hope you had a good time. And if you didn't, try to make the cut next time. If you didn't, um, it's because I didn't want you there. Oh! Ooh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I love everyone. Okay. No, for real though. Um, I loved everybody that came. We love it. It was a good time. And yeah, next what time I, everybody bring your own food. Would I do it again? <laughs> uh, in a different way. In a very different way. As in, bring your own food. Bring no, not even bring your own food. We're gonna do maybe like five boxes of pizza and call it a day. Are we gonna do it inside? Cause like y'all have bugs. We have a small house, which is why I wanted everybody outside. But it was hot. It was hot, and but there was room. Humid. Once the sun went down, it was fine. Ugh, we it were was living still our hot. Best. You could still feel sweat. Not to from, mention, like, hair. I'm a little claustrophobic. Mm. And funnily enough, for some reason, the whole party ended up in my room. There were bodies covering my room and i was just like when did this happen everywhere i just made sure to escape when i could 
I was like, okay, everybody's in the backyard. Everything is set up. Everything is good. I'm going to go home. <laughs> and she went home. But it was a good time. And now she's 24. 24 years old. <sighs> Clearly tired, as, as you can tell. No I told Bay last night in the car, in five years, I'm going to be 29. And he was like, calm down. Because <laughs> I'm already thinking like, oh my goodness, in five years, I'll be 29. We're like almost 30. We're, we're I mean, we're basically there. We sound like those teachers, I mean, not teachers. <laughs> we sound like those teenagers that are like, oh my gosh, I'm almost 18. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but t- turning 18 though. Wasn't even that big of a deal. At all. Like, for me, the majority of the panic came when I turned 20. Because I was just like, oh, no. Like, my teen years are done. Now it's, like, go time. Like, I actually have to figure out my life. Yeah. And here I am, 24, and I still haven't figured out my life. (laughs) I'm not even close. But at least we're self-aware. So that's step one. Um, But, yeah. So, you know, we've been out here... Social distancing. Social distancing, like Lil Baby said. Yeah. It's a really good song. I never heard it. <gasps> it's not good. We'll mm. sing it in the car. Okay. We'll sing it. We'll listen to it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. Um, so a lot of things have been happening with Black Lives Matter. We're just going to give like a little snippet. I don't know if like we'll go into like deep detail today. Um, Obviously we're not... Um, what's the word i'm looking for the most well-versed on the subject you know there are people who are at least on my part a lot more educated than i am i've been trying my best to get educated on it and keep up with everything but it's like every day there's a new person a new case a new i don't know just a new news story that isn't being covered that is blasted all over social media and there's petitions everywhere and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, so already as like um already as minorities, she's Hispanic, I'm exotic, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm African American. So already as minorities, um, we're at a disadvantage also as women. But going out as a black woman is like a little unnerving because you never really know what reaction you're gonna get like for instance um I went to a wedding mask on social distance I was standing by one person like I was like ah but it was in Stonewall Louisiana and I was like okay I'm aware that I'm gonna be the only black person there because the bride told me real one clutch no don't let me go in there blind and so I sent my um, address, like the location of the wedding, to people that I know were like within less than five miles around me, you know? So I sent it to my friend Jarrett. He's African American male, claims he's Dominican, but that's like a whole different story. <laughs> um, and then um, I sent it to my friend Katie, and she's um, a Caucasian. <laughs> you know (laughs) so this is not bashing her like at all or anything but it just shows that not everybody understands because she was like oh you'll be fine you know 
And I was like, you're you're not understanding. People are getting lynched out here. Like, what? That's terrifying. Um, But, like, after I explained it to her, I was like, I felt as though you disregarded my feelings because I was genuinely concerned. Um, And she was like, oh, I absolutely didn't under, I mean, I absolutely didn't understand and I didn't mean to dismiss your feelings because I don't know how it is to. Uh, live that type of lifestyle so whenever a person of color um comes to you and you feel like they're like over exaggerating or being dramatic don't dismiss their feelings because you don't know what type of life um they live and what they go through or anything so make sure that you're open-minded and understanding if you don't understand don't be afraid to ask questions because that person that you're speaking with also needs to know that you don't fully understand And they need to be willing to also teach you. But also take that extra mile to learn on your own as well. Because I feel like if y'all can go out here and learn about all these different cultures, Korean skincare that's in a whole different language, but you can't learn about black culture you can't learn about our history you can't something learn that's about happening in your own country exactly your own community exactly but you can translate something because it's for your skincare just you know that's just my own like opinion because at first someone had brought to me my attention and they were like so would you educate someone that is just now hopping on hopping on this quote-unquote bandwagon and at first i was like why should I have to educate anyone when they go the extra mile to learn everything else? Why can't they go the extra mile to learn this? And then I was like, okay, I have the right to feel how I feel, but also I can give them the benefit of the doubt, as in stretching out my hand and giving you like a resource on how to get to the other sources, you know? So therefore, it's like if anybody has any questions and they need some references, I got you. But after that, you need to put in your own effort because I'm not going to like walk you through it like at all. It's not just black men that are in threat. It's also black women. It's also it's just people of color in general. If you are darker than a uh, pecan, <laughs> I mean a peanut, that's like super tan because a pecan is like brown. True. Um, You're like... A quote-unquote threat, which I think is ridiculous. Like, even for Shreveport, Louisiana, this little town, city, quote-unquote, um, things have been happening here. Like, at the courthouse, I think, like, last weekend, some people, like, Black Lives Matter, you know, supporters were down at the courthouse talking about taking down the Confederate statue and everything. And then some not-so-welcoming individuals Caucasians uh, Caucasians came up with their guns and like was not saying some really nice things like at all like whatsoever and they brought their guns so our black man was like oh okay we about it pop up we'll roll up like what you want to do like what we not finna back down so I was like you know, that was amazing. Because some people can be like, oh, that's unnecessary. Bruh, when your life is at stake, I'm deaf not finna be like, oh, let's talk about it. Nah. <laughs> we finna we finna do something about it. Um, Yeah, it was like not a nice thing at all. So unity within our culture and our community is it's so amazing to see. So yeah, just do your best to like 
step out and learn about something. Be an ally. You don't just have to be a white ally. You can be any ally. Like, you know, the sad thing is that black women are low-key more safe when with a Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, okay, well, they're with them. So yeah. we're not going to so do they anything. must be okay. Yeah. They must be safe, cool. Yeah. Fine. And that's sad. Like, that is very sad, you know? So... Sorry, I had to get a buck, but you know. But I mean, you really have to, um, because it's not a it's not a sensitive subject. It's a subject that needs to be talked about. I so I actually went to the Juneteenth march um, a couple weeks ago. My friend Tabitha invited me. She works for United Way, and so her and her whole team were going to be there. And she asked me if I wanted to come, and I said, "Of course." I tried to make it to the marches before, um, and of course work got in the way, and I hate, I hate to use that excuse, but like, we do have bills to pay, we have rent to pay, so unfortunately I can't just be like, oh yeah, let me just call out and go to this march. That sounds awful, but, you know, know. everybody, if you don't go to a march, it does not mean that you're not supporting. You can educate yourself, you can sign petitions, you can donate, like, there, you can spread the word, spread the knowledge. Exactly. You don't have to go and march. Now, it would be great, but that's just not the only way that you can participate. You can participate right. in so many other ways. Go ahead. So, I went to this march, and I didn't really know what to expect. I knew I was going to a march. I didn't really know how intense it would feel. And so, we showed up. They gave us a free t-shirt. They gave us a face mask. Um they got everything ready and they started out the march the whole rally with a segment from dr king's speech i forget which one it is i'm not gonna lie but um you know we all stood there in silence listening to the speech and it was really moving to like look around and see people so intensely listening and so moved and emotional and so that was that first part. We started marching. We marched um, to the courthouse in downtown Treeport. And we stood there and we took a moment of silence. I think it was about seven minutes. Um, and during those seven minutes, this woman next to me just started crying. I mean, like, sobbing. And there were these two sweet little girls in front of me one Caucasian and one black and they were just playing having the time of their life they were so sweet and innocent and I mean there were people of like all races there like white black Hispanic you know any race that you can think of and it was just emotional it was very emotional and I also did feel a little tiny bit of fear because obviously, you know, what we're doing um, instills fear in other people and they want to try and scare you and try and take away that from you. And so in the back of my head, I was like, what if this goes bad? What if it goes sour? What if people show up and try and scare us or try and hurt us? But I mean, that like little sliver of fear is nothing compared to what black people in america feel on a daily basis and have felt on a daily basis for generations now 
So I quickly put that to the side and said, you know what, we're here for a good cause. And the Shreveport police are looking after us. They, they're not here to hurt us. They're here to help us. So yeah, it was intense. It's just like hard to know who is really for us and who is just like, oh, this is popular right now. So like, why not? You know? Because this is this didn't just start happening. Because unfortunately, there are people out here going to these marches for the clout. They're taking their Instagrams. They're taking their little boomerangs. And then that's it. They're not doing the work. I mean, we don't know, obviously, behind the scenes what they're doing. But a lot of it is just for social media, for, you know, their personal gain. And that sucks. Like, obviously, you're showing up and you're making it look like you're helping us. But, I mean, we don't know what you do behind the scenes. And so, all of that stuff runs through your head when you're going to these marches because, you know, you just never know. And that's not just white people. Because it could be people in your own race as well. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, It's just, like, this shouldn't be, like, such an issue. And then... People just act like this is new. This is not new. This is super old. Super old. And people will be like, oh, well, you started it, then you stopped it. Then you started it, then you stopped it. And it's just like, we And now that they're not stopping. Now you mad. Like, now you're mad. And it's, it's not that we ever stopped. We had to come up with a new attack. And we just got tired of different plans. So we said about it. Okay. Let's do it because y'all are going to listen to our voice because nothing else is working. So we're just done caring about the approach and we're just going for it. Like we are literally just going for it. And now everybody's, oh, that's unnecessary. No, it's not because we've been screaming this for so many years, for so many years. And now y'all are finally hearing us. Because it's quote-unquote popular. Because y'all have been at home for COVID and y'all have nothing else to do. So y'all are like, oh, well, I guess I'll tell part. You know? Like, this isn't new at all. It's not new. And if anything, it's gotten worse because, I mean, the first thing that comes to my head is Trump. Because his whole demeanor towards everything is disgusting. It's gross. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Obama didn't do that much better. He did he acknowledge it absolutely and he did say that we needed to change it but he didn't do anything you know so i mean what good does it do to say oh yeah we do need to fix this but then not do anything to fix it i feel like it would take more time than what he had to fix it i feel like he was attempting to fix it because he did do many great things but i feel like he needed more time um but yeah i'm just like i don't understand how you can support someone that doesn't support other minorities. That, like, instills a hatred in others towards minorities, towards anyone that doesn't look like him or doesn't think like him. Like, I don't understand. So please vote in November. Even if you're like, oh, I don't want to vote for, like, um, the lesser of two evils... We have to. <laughs> like, we cannot do this for another four years, people. I can't take it. It feels like it's been two terms and it's only been one. Like, do your research. Pray about it. You know, do what you need to do. 
But like, say, it's four, four more years, Jesus? We can't. That makes my chest hurt. <laughs> it makes my head hurt. It makes my blood boil. I really can't. Like, it's... The fact, the fact that we're back to lynching, not that it probably ever stopped, but that it's being broadcasted more. I saw a tweet. They were like, a black man was hanged today, and it was in 1920. I mean, a black man was hanged yesterday, hung, whatever, mm. was lynched yesterday, and it was in 1920. And then somebody posted the same photo like last with the week. same flag, and it was in 2020, bro. And they're trying to play it off. Oh, they committed suicide. Who in the world? I would just like to say that not a lot of minorities commit suicide. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Y'all need to wake up. Y'all need to address it. Don't be afraid to look stupid. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to own up to your shit. You know, whether it's your own or... You know, the generations before you, your ancestors, whatever it is, you have to be the change. It's not too late to correct bad behavior. But do you want to correct bad behavior? Do you care what you look like? Because this isn't just something easy to talk about. Like, at all. Because I've taken days where I'm on social media and it's like somebody committed suicide oh they had mental issues how every single lynching they had mental issues how how was it every single one come on and kind of like how they say like every time there's a shooter it's usually a caucasian mm-hmm. and it's always oh they were in mental distress bitch <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit <laughs> like you know and then oh this woman died this black woman died oh this a black man died I got tired of seeing all the death, and I just had to take a break from social media. Sometimes I had to, like, put my phone away because I was, I was becoming angry and upset just talking about this right now. I'm just like, <gasps> um, And, I mean, that's the thing is, like, don't be afraid to obviously take a break from everything because it is overwhelming. You have to take care of your health, your yeah. mental health. But also don't act like it's not happening. You can't ignore it. You can't. Okay, you can't ignore racism. You can't ignore COVID. Like, you can't ignore those two things. Those affect your lives and other people's lives. Those two things. And then I kept seeing, like, on uh, social media, they were like, racism is a pandemic. Uh, Yeah, it's been happening, like, forever. And it still hasn't been solved. Like, period. Like, at all. And the amount of support that Black Lives Matter got from around the world ridiculous new zealand bro they were some fine new zealanders girl i was china had their own march really that actually i don't know funnily enough or funnily crazy enough actually um you know ice detains so many hispanic immigrants and they even had their own hunger strike yeah in the facility to show support for black lives matter wow so like at this point, it's universal. Like, y'all need to... We need to make a change. Have no excuse. There's no excuse for it anymore. No excuse. And that level of discomfort that you may feel talking about it is, like, again, I said, like I said, nothing compared to having to deal with it on a daily basis, 24-7, for 
from the moment you're born to the moment you die being black in America. Yeah. And our black women do get a lot of support, and I feel like our black men need a lot of support too. We need to come together as one and not put each other down because we have issues in our own like culture that we need to deal with. Um, and I feel like this is unifying us. The fact that it took all of this to unify us, but I feel like this is unifying us. So like I said before, as a person of color, be willing to listen. And as a person um, that is not well-versed on everything that's happening, be willing to learn. So it takes it takes two parts, you know? The way that you communicate about it effectively. It doesn't take yelling. It doesn't take screaming or anything. Just be open-minded and be calm you know because it can get overwhelming it can get intense you'd be like how do you not understand like where have you been Mm -hmm. no just be like okay this is what's happening but you need to also understand the stress and the irritation and just be like a listening ear even if you don't completely understand be willing to comfort because it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot And if you're against anything that we said, fight us. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, just unfollow us. <laughs> Block us. I don't care. At all, because we made this to be, like, a stress relief for us, but also let it be a stress relief for other people. Let it be like, oh, wow, somebody else thinks like this, or mm, I don't agree, but I want to understand where they're coming from, you know? Maybe, like, a couple years ago, there was this post somewhere on social media that was just, like, I don't know how to explain it. Essentially, you know, the people that I surround myself with, all my friends, we all think the same. You know, I don't, I'm not friends with anyone that has a different opinion on this. Everybody that I'm friends with is you know for black lives matter they're not racist they're not sexist they're not homophobic and so for it to for this to happen it kind of reminds me like oh shit there's people in the world that legitimately are racist or sexist homophobic like they still think in a way that is so evil and ill-minded And Trevor and I talked about it because it was just like, how can you be so blind to it? Like, I don't know. Like, I stay in my bubble where all of my friends are liberal or whatever you want to call it. But I guess I forget sometimes that outside of my bubble, in my own community, there is still this problem. And we have to not attack it, but like... Solve it, resolve it. Resolve it. Almost like nurse it. Back down. Also, I want to hear nobody say all lives matter. Ugh. Ain't nobody say that y'all lives do not matter, okay? Nobody said, oh, okay, we're better than you. Nobody said that. Nobody came for you. Nobody, (laughs) nobody came for you. You wanted to be included. I get it. You want to be us. Sorry. Um... But here's the thing is, like, if you're saying all lives matter, then why are you not frustrated at this? Mm. Statistics are showing that black people are dying significantly quicker through the police 
and you're out here saying, oh, well, all lives matter. Yeah, all lives do matter, so then come help them. Yeah. Use your privilege, your voice, your money, whatever it is that you have, even if it's just your fingers to sign a petition, and help them. Like, don't use that excuse because that that's not... I mean, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, nobody came for you. We're just... Our... As black people, we've always been undervalued. But y'all want to copy our culture automatically. Kardashians did not come up with cornrows. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, it is so frustrating <laughs> seeing that Kim, Courtney, and Kylie, they all have black children. What have they done? A word. What have they done? Maybe a couple posts, tweets, but I mean, that's it. That's frustrating. It's, ugh. You just have to take a break from social media sometimes because it's frustrating to see people not doing anything, pretending like it's not happening, living their life. And then it's also overwhelming to see it happen so much and continue to happen. And it almost feels like it gets worse. It's so much. So it's still Black Lives Matter. Does not mean that we do not love everyone. I love every flavor of you. I guess I pertain everything to food. You have a problem with it get at me i don't care <laughs> um but right now black lives matter actually black lives matter forever because we've been undervalued forever like for real <laughs> and it's ridiculous and it's scary to see karen saying oh i'm gonna teach my children to hate you like that's terrifying oh my gosh the video that i saw yeah. about this woman saying Oh, yeah, we gave you freedom. Don't make us take it back. <laughs> okay, first of all, you stole us. <laughs> right. You kidnapped us. Don't want to talk about looting. <laughs> and brought us to America. Okay. And then you, quote unquote, set us free. The Constitution is only beneficial to us for 13, 14, and 15. The rest of it, throw it away. Actually, can we just throw the whole thing away? That's what my friend Sydney said. She was like, let's just throw the whole Constitution away. Let's rewrite and it. And then rewrite it. And I'm like, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, the other, the other amendments, you know. Mm, like, mm. Ugh. <laughs> freedom of speech but then they get mad right oh right. you're not allowed to say that oh you're so offensive and all of that stuff okay well you weren't listening to us whenever we were being nice polite and all that so we had to get rowdy they were like oh martin luther king was peaceful y'all killed him <laughs> shut <laughs> up i can't stand y'all like, the right to bear arms but like this little kid was playing with a toy gun, and guess what? Police shot him. Got ran up on, and y'all knew it was a toy gun. Well, was it? Yeah, was it was it a toy, a toy yeah, or it was airsoft or something? something like that. Something like that, but it didn't have no real bullets. So, like, get rid of it. Throw it away. Throw it away. Burn it. <laughs> Try again. The Confederate flag. Bye. <laughs> so long, sis. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Like, I cannot. I just, 
I want. I should be able to feel safe in my own country. In your own neighborhood. In your, you know what I mean. I should feel safe going to a gas station. I should feel safe, basically going anywhere. I should feel safe rolling down in the country, where I'm from, chilling. But nah, I just, let me speed home real quick because it's dark <laughs> and a cop could be sitting right anywhere and pull me over for nothing and then I could die. That's good. And y'all be like, mm, that's not going to happen. Sis. That has happened so many times. Pulled over for nothing or a light, or speeding or anything. None of that is worth taking a life. None of that. Which, by the way, if you see a black person get pulled over and you have the time to, like, sit there and make sure that they're okay, yeah, Yeah. you gotta watch them. Even here. Mm -hmm. We don't know what happens. Mm -mm. So, it really is just as simple as just loving one another. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm exhausted. But, again, I always go back to Liz. If you're exhausted, imagine how they feel. Yeah, so we can't stop fighting and everything. Um, support black-owned businesses. You know? Um, because... Do your part. We're trying out here. We can't follow up with anything else. Ugh, I was thinking, I was like, do we want to end on a happy note? Or do we want to end on this? Because this is a point that needs to be across. But also I'm tired and I want to (laughs) laugh. Right. That's all that our podcast really wanted to be was just a lighthearted. Then people had to get out of hand and act up. These Karens. Ugh. Bertha's. Bethany's. (laughs) Stephanie's. John's. Stevens. Stevens. Kyle's. Ooh. Oh my god. <gasps> We're gonna have to tell the, the neighbor story next time. Ooh, to be continued. Oh well, it wouldn't be to be continued. That's just on the next episode because we do have a very wild story about my next door neighbor. Ooh, if you're into um murder mysteries. Ah Ooh, what are we? <laughs> are we the Nancy to our Drew? No, we need like we need murder mystery, um, you need murder mysteries. I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about murder mysteries. We'll just go over names. Bae just told me, because it all happened, like, right before my birthday, he was like, you should turn your birthday party into a murder mystery party now. And that's all I'm going to say. That would be cool. It would have been cool. Also, if you're into conspiracy theories. Yes. Because, sis. Oh, also, to end on a happy note, um, Liz's fiddly fig has a new baby leave. I never thought that I would be a plant mama. Oh my god. And I became an actual mama. I'm sorry. Wait. Okay, wait a minute. I'm not pregnant. Let's <gasps> just say the right. <laughs> I adopted a little black kitty. Yes. Now, I already had a cat, but I was stepmom. Mm. You know? Mm. Actually, she didn't really have a mom. I guess. No, I don't know. Anyway. She had a mom. She came out of Bay Christian, my boyfriend, had ivory already when I came into the relationship. And so I became stepmom. But then a couple weeks ago, my mom's realtor was giving away kittens. And sad story, a couple months ago, back in March, I want to say, 
or April. Um, Christian got a little black kitten and did end up passing away because it was barely five weeks old and it got pneumonia. And so its little tiny body couldn't handle it and it passed away. And so, yeah, however many months, two months went by and then my mom's realtor popped up and she had a little black kitten and I knew that Christian wanted a little black kitten. And so we got a little black kitten and we named him Diablo. He's very healthy, doing great. Him and Ivory are getting along and he's like a little beanie baby right now. Yeah, does she ever call him Diablo? Barely. No, I literally call him Bean. All the time! Because he's, like, like, he's a little black bean. Okay. Then why don't you just call him black bean? I mean, this is my one. Hmm. I, I don't know what his name is. Diablo. It's Diablo, Bean, I think. Cortado. I think Christian said call him little baby, too. Okay, Diablo, Bean, little baby. Uh, little Cortado, Diablo. Ivy. Little Diablo, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> little burrito. <laughs> so yeah so not only am i a cat mom but i'm a plant mom and my fiddle fig tree has a new leaf sprouting and i haven't killed my other plant that's on my desk yes her silver satin so we have no choice but to stand or is it exotica i forgot there's so many but yeah so it's not all total doom (laughs) right we're out here there's silver linings in the world but that does not mean that we should not be taking those matters seriously so you know get educated get educated and spread love spread love spread cocoa butter and yeah be kind to one another closing thoughts peace love and cocoa butter peace love and waffles Mm, are we hungry we are ah well gotta go guys all right bye. (laughs) bye